Do you want to learn to live more mindfully, to connect with the special people in your life in a more heart-centered way? Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Heart School. This is Kim, mindful learning coach, educator, and parent here to spread the love and joy and tools for living mindfully. Welcome. Greetings, everybody, to episode number one. This is Kim with Heart School, and I'm so excited to be here to share my passion for so many things. Um, Really, I think in this first episode, I just wanted to do a little bit of an overview um, of really kind of the work that is coming, and it's just such an exciting time. And really, my whole launch right now is bringing mindfulness into schools. And I love how when you put your passion out to the world, the synchronicities that start to happen. So once I made this decision um, to go ahead and launch this really new chapter of Heart School, I read that actually England is implementing mindfulness into their schools on really a national level. So it's just so exciting for me. So let me just back up a little bit here. I have been teaching since about 1999, um, really have a heart for children with special needs, uh, children that really struggle with their behaviors. And what I found as I started working with more and more students that I was not having any behavioral issues with any of these children that, you know, had had these challenges previously. And for those of you that are in education, you know, everybody kind of chats and talks about, you know, students that are, are moving into different teachers, you know, classes for the upcoming school year. And I would always have teachers, you know, come and tell me how difficult, you know, these students were that were on my caseload. And I learned number one, to never listen and, and not to go into working with children, you know, blindly. Um, you know, certainly there are students that have, you know, certain accommodations or certain needs. But what I found out is, you know, the kid that was, you know, coined as not motivated to do anything. To me, that was a beautiful opportunity to start to implement what now I understand was mindfulness. So to me, mindful relationships is really, I think what this is turning up to be about. Mindful relationships really start kind of where we are at. We want to have really high expectations, I think, especially for our students that they can achieve. But, you know, when children come to us, there's so much that they bring on their hearts in the classroom community on a daily basis. And so when we are really tuned in to the needs of our students and we create a safe space where they can feel like they can, you know, communicate their needs, um, feel like they're respected in the classroom community, things really quickly start to shift. So one of the things that I absolutely love to do with my students is really give them leadership skills. Um, So that's one component is really helping children understand they can take ownership of a classroom community in a very positive way. And everybody has leadership skills. So one of the things I love to do is to help really bring to the surface kids' leadership skills. 
So that's one component that's so important. Um, Really helping children feel like they're so valued because they are. Another thing that I think is so important um, that I developed really in my mindfulness practices is really connecting the students even if you know when they leave the door they're not necessarily best friends they might not necessarily sit together on the play you know at lunch or hang out together on the playground but when we create the sacred space that's safe and we really get to know each other and we take the time and space to connect that also shifts everything because you find that you know put downs bullying types of behaviors Um, Those things just really dissipate when children really care about each other. So another part of really creating a mindful class community is coming up with strategies to help the students get to know each other and really tap into each other's lives on really a heart-centered level. And what you find is that if there is a child or an adult who's having a bad day and you help children develop these empathy skills they really do make this beautiful shift in everything that's happening in the classroom and because when children really respect each other you find that they don't interrupt each other they don't um you know bicker taking turns there's just this peace and flow that happens when there's a level of respect and that's something that really should be front-loaded at the beginning of the year um so most schools at least on the public level do have adopted pbis which is positive behavior intervention supports and what i love to do is take the frameworks of pbis but really stretch them and put them to use because they really are some great frameworks i think sometimes as teachers we move through them so quickly and we don't really embed them to the level that they could be embedded so let's say that one of the character traits that the school has adopted through PBIS is courage. So how can you, how can we, how can parents really thread that concept of courage, for example, into everything that the children are doing through their activities during the day, through, you know, having courage to try new things, reflecting on how students could show and demonstrate courage that day, set goals at the beginning of the day of how they want to stretch themselves to be courageous. So there's all things that we're afraid of. And one of the things I love about using these character traits that are embedded in PBIS is that we can also, as teachers, give examples of how we showed courage today, how we um, maybe didn't have courage and we're going to really work on it for, you know, the next week or so. So it's really building relationships on a heart-centered level and not being afraid, not being afraid to be vulnerable, showing your students that you are a human being too and you're learning in the process as well so the structures at the beginning of the year are so absolutely imperative when it comes to mindfulness and the way that you also set up a classroom is extremely important and we're going to dig into all these components on a little deeper level but um really having the students help you create and design the structures of the room helps them also take ownership 
And so if you need things labeled or organized, if you need an anchor poster made, try to get creative with your time and your resources, how to engage students in those processes with you. Because again, if they have respect for their, not only their students, but their classroom community and the things that are in the environment, there's a deeper level of ownership. Now, I understand that this might not be possible for all grade levels. And certainly, you know, if you're a parent listening in, this could, when I say classroom, this could be applied to their bedrooms, to their you know, home environments. So just kind of get creative as I'm using these terms here and you can really adjust and differentiate based on your specific needs, but really have students collaborate with you, get their ideas on what, how they would like the room to look, what makes sense for, you know, the reading nook for our maybe reading wall for our, you know, investigation wall or our math wall, whatever it might be, really sit down and plan things out with them. Think of them almost like, you know, clients, like you're a designer and you're sitting down with your client and you're getting ideas for how to create a space. So mindfulness is the art of, you know, breathing and and being in the moment, but mindfulness has more to do with your heart than it does with your mind. So even though we associate mindfulness with things like yoga, breathing, and it is those things, to me, mindfulness is a way of being. It's a way of connecting. It's a way of relating to other people on a heart centered way. And it's so different from what we're really used to doing with, you know, teaching methods that I've seen most of the time as a standard protocol. It, it's, it doesn't really affect students the way that mindfulness does. Because, you know, you have to remember, not all kids come to school really motivated to learn new content. Some kids come to school for those relationships. And once they have those relationships developed, then the learning really can happen. The safe space is created. They feel at ease. They feel safe to make a mistake. They feel safe to share. So, I'd like to just wrap up this first episode, just uh, welcoming you. I'm so glad that you came uh, to check things out. We're going to be unraveling all kinds of wonderful topics here, but I just wanted to give a quick little overview of Heart School. And if you would like a coaching session with me, or you are interested in some teacher coaching um, or parent coaching, please just reach out to me at coheartmarket at gmail.com. That's co for Colorado, heartmarket at gmail.com. And we can certainly start that conversation. You can also join me over on my Facebook page, Heart Market Colorado. And uh, we have all kinds of great stuff there too. Um, All my very best to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.